Live from the Centennial State, this is the Career Conversation Podcast, where you take control of your future and gain the confidence you need to reach your career goals. Hosted by Ryan Seeley, career counselor at the Cherry Creek Innovation Campus. Each week, I will bring you bite-sized conversation from real people working within real careers. Subscribe now so you don't miss any of the action. Welcome to the Career Conversation Podcast. Today I am joined by Paul Marshawn. Paul Marshawn serves in the Colorado Air National Guard as an aircraft structural maintainer. He attended high school in Anchorage, Alaska at Bartlett High School, and upon graduation, entered the United States Army for nine years as a combat engineer. We're lucky to have Paul join us today here on the Career Conversation Podcast. Paul, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. The idea of this podcast is give kids an idea on all the careers that are out there. And I love interviewing people from the military because there's so many different jobs in the military that a lot of kids are not aware of. So as we jump into things, maybe before we jump there, I'm curious, what was your high school experience like up in Bartlett um, High School and really what led you to a path in the military um, and specifically aircraft maintenance and structural maintenance? You know, if I'm being completely honest, I wasn't a stellar student in high school. I kind of had lost focus and motivation, um, and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I was lucky enough to have a mentor that guided me in the direction of the military um, right out of high school, and it really changed my life around and uh, created a path for me I wouldn't normally have. Wow. Who was that individual in your life that kind of had that influence on you? Um, it was a member of my church that was a commander on the army base there at Fort Richardson. He had seen that I had kind of taken a bad path throughout high school and he uh, made some recommendations and I'm glad I listened to him. So you're in high school, maybe struggling to find your orientation and you get introduced to the United States military, the United States Army. Um, I remind students of this when they considering army. I believe the army has over 150 different jobs, 14 of which are combat related. So there's a lot of support jobs in the military, um, all kinds of opportunity. And so you're struggling to find your orientation. You meet somebody. What really drew you to, say, aircraft maintenance, um, structural maintenance? What kind of pulled you in that direction? Well, the structural maintenance I actually didn't get into until I was much older, about 27. Until then, I had served in the Army. Um, But at the point in my life where I had switched from the Army to the Colorado Air Guard, was strictly because I was ready for um, an easier life. Um, I respect the Army and have a lot of love for it because that's where I, where my roots are. Um, but working in the Army can be difficult. It's a lot of long days and longer nights and the Air Force is well known for treating their people better and um, having a little bit more of a softer lifestyle. Yeah, a little more uh, balance between work and life. Correct, yep. Um, so tell me, so nine years as a combat engineer, what kind of things were you working on within, say, that career? And then you made this transition to kind of air maintenance. I'm curious, can you just kind of tell us the difference between those two jobs, between sure. the combat engineer versus the um, <clears throat> aircraft structural maintainer? So it's really a night and day difference. Um, people think of the military, they see the same camouflage patterns, and they think it's all kind of one thing, but realistically, they're two different worlds. Um, As a combat engineer, you're doing a lot of tactical convoy operations, you're doing shoot houses, you are doing engineer operations such as working on flight lines and doing security perimeters around them. 
Um, so it's a lot more uh, tactical and it's a lot more of the soldier side of things, as opposed to the Air Force is a very technical skill set where you're learning um, a trade and you're learning the qualifications on how to do that trade both in the military and in the outside world so that you can uh, you know, have that career past your military point if you so choose. So you were full-time enlisted for nine years and then you moved to uh, National Guard, which is not full-time. Could you maybe help students understand the difference between those two en enlistments? Sure. So not quite. Um, so I worked for the Army Reserves as a full-time member for a while. Um, and then I moved to what they call a traditional reservist. So you're only working on the weekends. Um, during that time, I was a civilian train conductor for the Alaska Railroad. Um, and then when I switched over to the Colorado Air National Guard, I started as part-time and did the opposite where I went full-time after that. Lots of flexibility. Lots of flexibility. Lots of flexibility. Um, can you speak a little bit maybe to just the, what your day looks like as an aircraft structural maintainer. Like when you walk into your bay, what are they asking you to diagnose? What things are, what problems are you attacking though on during those days? Sure. Um, so when you walk in, you'll first get kind of the layout of the day. You'll talk to your boss and see what projects you're working on, what needs to be done as far as the actual maintenance of the aircraft. You then inventory your tools and check your tools because that's very important, important and then head out to the aircraft to work. Um, the beautiful part about being a maintainer is even though at times it is very difficult work, at the end of the day you put your tools away and you go home and you don't have to carry the stress of the day home with you, which is, uh, promotes a really good family lifestyle. Yeah. You know, the program that we have here in our um, aircraft uh, maintenance pathway, I think, um, offers students so many springboards to launch a military career. Uh, we talk with these students uh, all the time about the opportunities within. Um, all the branches of military um, <clears throat> and just say the benefits of a military career. Maybe we can shift in that direction a little bit. Could you highlight some of those benefits of having a career in the United States military? You know, for me, I think the largest benefit, and this isn't necessarily tangible, but it's the camaraderie. You'll never find family or friends um, anywhere else in any other career you have like you do in the military. No matter what's going on in your personal life or your career, you always have a band of brothers and sisters that are there to support you. As far as tangible benefits, obviously the educational benefits are outstanding. If you wish to pursue education and you don't know how you're going to finance it, the military will pay for your education. Is that the GI Montgomery Bill? You have the GI Bill and then additionally you have both federal and state tuition assistance which is immediately usable. Um, additionally, on top of that, you have outstanding medical benefits which can range from everything from being completely free to being dirt cheap um, and it's full coverage medical insurance and then uh, housing allowances to pay for your living situation as well. The other thing that I think is, is a benefit to what I see as a military career is the transferable skills that you've learned. So you've learned these skills as an um, aircraft structural maintainer and at some point you'll enter the civilian world, right? Um, and I know some soldiers struggle with that transition. My guess is you're gonna transition very easily. You have some of those transferable skills that will go right into the private sector. Am I accurate? Yes, that's correct. Um, as an aviation-related career field, you can transfer your, uh, your skill set directly into some of our contracting companies such as Northrop Grumman, Lockheed Martin, Ball Aerospace, and the list goes on. I would say even more useful are the softer skills you learn in the military such as leadership, time management, and organization. <clears throat> Going to kind of wrap things up here shortly, uh, but I would uh, one question I always love asking our, our brave men and women. What advice do you have kids 
that are maybe junior seniors in high school not sure on the direction they're going to go really kind of weighing out those opportunities after high school from someone who has had a, uh, uh, a military career um, where you've served in multiple branches multiple roles what do you what do you tell a kid in that place um, to help them kind of guide their decisions on whether it's military college just that overall advice on you would give a kid ninth you know, 10th 11th 12th graders just kind of not sure uh, my main advice would be that you don't have to know where you're going yet. You just have to start moving forward. I'm obviously biased because I'm a career military person, but I would advise anyone to join the military. Whether you want to pursue education and you don't have the funds, whether you're not sure what you want to do in life and you're still trying to figure it out, or you'd like to pursue a trade skill that you can use in the outside world, the military will pay for that. They will teach you how to conduct yourself and teach you how to be a successful individual both in and out of the military. The last question I'm going to throw at you, over the years you've been in the military and as you've worked as an aircraft structural maintainer, what is, say, one of the most exciting things you've worked on or one of just the mind-blowing coolest things you've ever worked on? That I've worked on? Um, I would say that my favorite airframe was the HH-60 Black Hawk, or in the Air Force they call it a Pave Hawk, uh, which is a helicopter. I just have a, a, a favoritism towards helicopters over planes for some reason. What is it about that in particular helicopter that I think it's it's the mission set. So usually when you have an airplane, they're either uh, carrying cargo or they're fighter jets that are flying uh, very quickly. But the helicopter is usually carrying troops or operators. So you have, for instance, I worked in the, the helicopters up in Alaska for the pararescue unit, which is a special operations unit. So I knew that the helicopters that I was working on was carrying uh, special operations troops to go do very important work. And that felt really fulfilling. Absolutely, you're working on an aircraft. That's, you understand the mission it serves. Paul, I appreciate you cutting out some time for us last minute to be on our podcast. I am a big fan of the military. I'm a patriot. Um, many of my family members have joined the military. Um, I appreciate the work you guys do. Thank you for your service to our country. And thank you for joining us on the Career Conversation podcast where we're bringing real people from real careers. Absolutely. It was a pleasure to be on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.